We're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. I don't care if you think I'm Satan reincarnated. The latest on an alleged plan to assassinate Donald Trump. This man grabbed by police at a packed rally in Las Vegas and ABC's Pierre Thomas has new details in Washington. Weighing up the mood of conservative America in a gun show in West Virginia. Among the rifle racks and ammunition, there's anger and dark talk of looming conflict. We are witnessing a radicalization of libertarians all across the country. Dear viewers, we have just received word that Libertarian Death Squad is taking over. We have come to take our country back. He also civil war could be on the way back. Her son, 19-year-old Horace Lorenzo Anderson, was shot and killed inside the then cop-free zone that persisted for weeks on Capitol Hill. Over of Afghanistan now inevitable? No, it is not. It's taken just four weeks for that statement to be proved so spectacularly um, and alarmingly wrong. Reality, thousands of miles away, is now on him. China is urging its not to travel abroad. It struggles to contain the virus. We will be standing up Christmas Island as a quarantine. Joe Brandon, I agree. Hey, by the way, China are you an now banned from entering the country. Christmas Island today declared that the coronavirus is Name three things that don't hang themselves. That's what the American people think. Welcome back to Inside Four Walls. We're over at the Independent for this article that came out yesterday. But this story is more indicative of something I'm going to get to in a minute. It's not just a joke that the left is unwell mentally or that the left can't do research or the left can't meme. No, these are like facts. And the science shows it. The science shows a lot of stuff that's going to piss off people on the left. But hey, we're the side that doesn't follow the science, right? Right? We're the side that doesn't believe in science. So, that being said, let's go to this article from The Independent. I don't know why this video's here. I'll refresh it so you know that this is what's actually here. They put this on the front page. This article's a day old. Uh, news from The Independent has a high factuality rate on ground news. So keep that in mind. This might be a little bit of a blemish on ground news, but we'll see how it goes. And we have a video right here, which, again, I don't know what the fuck this video has to do with anything in this article, but, alright. Lauren Boebert mocked as her two words, anti-Biden tweet, backfires. Biden has done a lot for America in the last two year, two years, and Boebert is a dumb, worthless piece of garbage. And I believe that's a George Decay tweet and this guy has a cool name wrote this article it's gusta it's a uh, gustav killender 
Gustav Killender. It's a cool name. Bobert's attempts, attempted jab, and wait, yeah, Bobert's attempted jab and President Joe Biden's a and President Joe Biden a there's some am I having a stroke right now? Lauren Bobert's attempted jab and President Joe Biden appeared to backfire. No, it's just a typo. It's a grammatical train wreck. High factuality. Independent. What the fuck? But it's okay. The left doesn't do research. So Lauren Boebert's attempted jab at President Joe Biden, is probably what you meant to say, appeared to backfire as some people missed his gaffe referenced by the Colorado Republican. No, it wasn't necessarily missed as it was buried. Now, how buried? You could have put a clip here of Joe Biden, uh, you know, doing the thing where he was like, I want to start with two words, made in America, and then he repeats it. He didn't say repeat the line, he just repeated the line, made in America, after reemphasizing two words. Bobert said, I got two tweets, I got two words for you, and then she tweeted, uh, I have to read it, but she tweeted some shit, and it was a jab back at Biden, and everybody started mocking her, including, I, I really only know about George Decay, because that was the one that everybody was talking about, the quartering, um, even, did, I think Anomaly made some fucking jokes about it, but I don't really watch his content very often, nothing against the guy, it's just, he doesn't scratch that pinnacle itch for me the way other content creators do, but no, no, independent. Instead of putting a clip there of Joe Biden doing that then showing the tweet from Bobert, you put a random, out-of-context, cherry-picked clip, which I'm pretty sure is edited, too. Look, you edit in different reactions and different parts of the interview. I'm not... I'm alleging that. I don't watch War Room very often, but I'm pretty certain that this is a fucked-up, edited version of it. But look at this cherry-picked shit right here. This video contains link. <clears throat> Warning. This video contains language some viewers may find offensive. We can't say the same for the so-called Equality Act, which we all know uh, that that's just the Democrats uh, using a play on words. There is nothing about equality in that act. If anything, um, it's it's the um, it's. It's supremacy of, uh, of of gays and and lesbians and and uh, transvestites. I mean, like that's what this is about. It's about putting them higher. I know she said transvestite, but it sounded like she said trans van kikes, and I'm like <laughs> trans transam kikes. Excuse me. <laughs> I don't own a transam, and how do you know about my religious heritage? <laughs> than anyone else. It's not about equality. If you look at the uh, Constitution, then uh, that is where equality is uh, kept secure and held sacred. We have the 14th Amendment that says that all men are equal under the law. Uh, so we need to hold that supreme rather than woke ideologies. So yeah, question. Why is this clip here? What does this clip have to do with anything? What do you provide? What are you adding? What... What you 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 pick some cherry picked thing? By the way, the cherry picked little little clip you you chose isn't even that bad of a clip. The Constitution is always enshrined that all men are created equal under the law. By the way, it's not created under the law; it's created under God. So you can 
see it in cope and sit and spit on that one. But you can say, well, what about slavery? What about, blah, blah, blah. okay. What about Frederick Douglass? He took the constitution before Senate, before Congress and read it. He read the bitch out loud and he made America look at itself in the mirror. And, and he was like, do you really believe this? Or do you just saying you believe this? Because if you don't believe this, that's fine. Just say it and I'll run around and tell everybody you don't believe it and you said it. I'll have somebody to attribute the quote to. But all these politicians got real nervous and they were like, you know what? Yeah, this is fucked up. But before the Civil War, just a little bit of a precursor, before the Civil War, America was already working on abolishing slavery. In fact, America is the only country where it went to war with itself. It ripped itself in half and then went to war with itself in order to either keep or end slavery so war was about started out being more about like a you can't leave you owe the rest of this country money pay your debt and then you can leave and the south was like no we're just leaving we're keeping all this shit and north was like no give our shit back and they went and got it civil war popped up at the core of it it was despite what what the back and forth is at the core of it it was slavery the south wanted to leave because they wanted to keep owning slaves while the rest of the country was like no Fuck you, you're not owning slaves. So if you want to sit here and be like, well, the Constitution never, you know, be, the Constitution is racist. It's like, well, bro, the Constitution enshrined equal protection under the law before the Civil War popped off. And that's why the Civil War popped off. Because the South was like, well, we don't like your Constitution. We're out. And by the way, how funny is it that when the South said they would rise again, we didn't know it would. We didn't know they were telling the truth, but it would be as a fucking free state while the North goes full like tyrannical, anti-religious, authoritarian lockdown. Meanwhile, the South is like, "You like freedoms, beer, and guns? Come on down. We don't you. Really, we don't care if you're gay. Fuck it. You want a gun? It's so fucking weird. It's one of those. Uh, I, I guess the the North lived long enough to see itself become the villain. The South lived long enough to become the hero. <laughs> what the fuck? Weird ways it goes, but instead of putting a clip here, right, uh, of, of Joe Biden saying the thing, which we will watch, you put this random out of context quote here. What do you contribute? It's just weird. Not to mention your uh, fucked up typing killender. <clears throat> Two words. Let's go, Brandon. Miss Bobert tweeted that is Senator Bobert. Motherfucker. Anyway, uh, Ms. Bobert tweeted on Saturday, employing uh, the euphemism used by conservatisms, by conservatisms, I'm retarded, used by conservatives meaning fuck Joe Biden. It is unfortunate that Joe Biden's name really lends itself to that because you got fuck Joe Biden. Fuck Joe Biden. You know, it really lends itself to that. In a way that, fuck Donald Trump. Like, it, it makes it a chant. Fuck Donald Trump. Like, that's a chant, but it ain't got a rhythm to it. It's just, bop, bop, bop. Meanwhile, you got, bop, 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 bop. It's a melody. The other one's just, bop, 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 bop. The other one's a melody. You know? I'm just, I mean, it's just, Joe Biden's name really lends itself to the whole fuck Joe Biden chant. Whereas the other one's just sort of like, three syllables. Doesn't hit the same. Plus, you know, fuck Donald Trump it was a. It was like a Billboard Hot 100 for like two weeks. But let's go. Brandon was hot number one Billboard like for like the top. What was it? like by the end of like two months, it was like the top eight songs on the Billboards were all Let's Go Brandon songs by various like YouTube 
rappers and MAGA rappers. Like Bryson Gray and Loza and whatnot. That's just fucking hilarious. Adele got pushed to the bottom of the top 10 by nothing besides Let's Go Brandon songs. Eh, just kind of funny. While many mocked Miss Bobert for using three words instead of uh, her... For using three words instead of her stated two, her supporters noted that this was likely an attempt to ridicule Mr. Biden. That's President Joe Biden, motherfucker. Who had just made that mistake in a speech on Friday. Um... Her supporters noted that this is likely an attempt to ridicule. No, 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 no. It is ridicule. There's not, it's not maybe an attempt and it's not an attempt. It is, it is a mock on Joe Biden. There is no, well, her, her fans and supporters speculate that she might be making fun of Joe Biden. No, 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 no. Anybody with two fucking brains who actually watches the news and follows what goes on in this fucking world. No, she was making fun of Joe Biden, but the left doesn't watch the news. Again, the science is in on this. We'll be looking at the science. I'm not just saying the science. No, no, no. There is actual fucking science we'll be looking at here in a minute. This is this article that just came out. This is an old story. I even talked about it briefly, but didn't go too much in depth on it because it's just, it's like a blow blacks kind of a video. It's not really my kind of a thing. Right. But <laughs> here we are. It's like three days after it all happened. Three or four days after it all happened. And this article just came out, and they're still like, eh, you know, maybe she is. No, she is. Fuck. Oh, oh, we're talking about this now? I was going to do an episode all about how uh, Tulsi Gabbard leaving doesn't fucking matter because she's a World Economic Forum shill. And she's also not registering as a Republican, so it's like, you know, people are celebrating what exactly? She's not a liberal and she called them out? Now, there is something big in that statement. She did call it, like, anti-white racism. And that's a that's a big thing to call out, especially in this culture as a Democrat. So, I will give her that. But overall, like, who the fuck cares? And now, now over right here on The Independent. Um, we'll, we'll, you know what? I'm going to bookmark this and come to that because this article. I'm curious about that now. Anyway. Breaking Lauren Boebert just completely humiliated herself tweeting two words let's go brandon that's three words see such a friggin moron john cooper tweeted she can't she can't count actor george actor george actor really actor that's a bit of a generous term william shatner still is in movies william shatner still does shit William Shatner still an actor? Is George really anything more besides like one of these armchair lounge room liberals that just does like a bad Bill Maher impression like a lot of these old gay actors are? Well, I'm pretty sure if the dude who played Mr. Brady was around today, if you know if you, you know if he didn't die from AIDS from trusting the science in the 80s. By the way, if you want to know Dr. Fauci is actually one of the most consistent fucking people alive. You heard me right. No, no, no. He's extremely consistent. He's extremely bad and extremely consistently bad at being bad. For example, or is it good at being bad? He's so good it's bad, or he's so bad it's good. Definitely not that last one. Anyway, in the 80s, Fauci was like, you need to trust the science. It's not a thing with the gays, as he was, you know, in gay nightclubs and saunas, little party. By the way, can we just take a moment right now? Let's just think about the good ending. 
the good timeline, right? There is a timeline not too far from... You know who was in gay nightclubs and saunas in the 80s looking for men to kill after he fucked them? Jeffrey fucking Dahmer. You know who was in gay nightclubs and bars and saunas? Anthony Fauci. What? There's a timeline where Anthony Fauci got taken home by Jeffrey Dahmer and probably was eaten. By the way, what kind of seasoning do you think Dahmer used? Do you think he used seasoning? I, I'm more leaning towards like Tony Saturi's, maybe some adobo, like Goya seasoning. You know, maybe the I he's stretching himself. One, he's, you know, he's kind of a fruity. You know, Jeffrey Dahmer's kind of a, a fruity like Tumblr user, so he probably used like the lavender and cumin. I mean, cumin, 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 cumin. Worcestershire. Anyway, he probably uses like that adobo, lavender, and cumin seasoning. You know, after he uses his cumin seasoning, but. There's a, there's a timeline where that happened, right? Like, that's kind of like how Big Bird almost died in the Challenger explosion. Like, like that's a timeline that exists out there. It's a universe. You can go find it if you know how to, if you know how to travel through strength theory or whatever the fuck. <laughs> you can find it. There's a timeline where <clears throat> Fauci got eaten by Jeffrey Dahmer somewhere. And that's, uh... I'm not saying... I'm not calling for harm or anything. That's, uh... Might be the good... That might be the best... That's how you know we're in the dark timeline. Because that's actually, ironically, the good timeline. Because that happens and the full federal government investigates and catches Jeffrey Dahmer a lot sooner. Because he attacked a government official. That's just all around the good ending. I'm going to get in trouble for that, aren't I? Oh, well. But, full disclaimer, I'm not calling for anything. Full disclaimer. Oh, won't somebody rid me of this burdensome priest? So is it statistics statistic terrorism is that the term they're gonna label me with now kinky but if you want to look at two examples of people who listened to the science in the 80s i got two names for you mercury johnson magic johnson had aids in the 80s all-time basketball champion great Magic Johnson. Johnson was like, this Fauci guy, he ain't no doctor. He, he hasn't seen patients. I ain't listening to him. I got these doctors over here. I'm seeing my doctors all the time. And they're, you know, they're, they're treating me just good. I, I, got, I got this medicine here. I'm funding this research over there. I'm doing some philanthropic AIDS research over here. Fauci's just talking. Freddie Mercury, on the other hand, was doing all these AIDS concerts and telling people, oh, you need to listen to, to Anthony Fauci. And who's alive, bitch? Huh? Who's alive and who's dead? Freddie Mercury's dead. Magic Johnson doesn't even test positive for HIV anymore, and he's about to be like releasing the patent for his fucking AIDS for his fucking AIDS medicine or whatever the fuck. So I'm just saying, Fauci is super consistent in the fact that he's bad at his fucking job. Also, we have an article coming out with the vaccine later on. Put on out there. Quote three words. You're an idiot, anti-gun violent activist David Hogg wrote. Is he still relevant enough to be added here? Uh, Chip Franklin, a liberal talk show host, okay, quote, is Lauren Boebert dumb as dirt or just unable to count? Well, let's break that one down. Um, dirt can't talk, so yes, dirt is dumb. I will give you that. Dirt is dumb because it can't talk, but... Um, because dirt is dumb, it can't count. So you kind of have a redundant, you know, a little bit redundant here. Dirt can't count, or can she, or can she not count? Is sort of a a bad tweet. I'm not here to really 
criticize you and a lot of people probably don't know that dumb originally means unable to speak or mute comes from a german word for mute uh, a lot of people probably don't know that so you saying uh a thing that is she a thing that can't count or can she not count it's just it's not a very good tweet now is it? i mean i'm not internet commentary etiquette over here I, I i don't suck joe biden's dick that hard but it's really sad what happened to eric isn't it remember uh what was it uh uh, uh not stevia Oh, what was this fucking Salvia? Yeah, Big Daddy Salvia. Uh, shame. Make a video about me. Blow me up, bro. Anyway, let's see. Oh, hey, look at that. Hagerstown, Maryland. That's familiar. Ms. Boebert supporters argued that her tweet was mocking Mr. Biden, who said, let me start off with two words, made in America, during his speech on Friday at the Volvo plant in Hagerstown, Maryland, Newsweek noted. I think Defenders of Ants, I wonder if Defender of Ants was there. You know, because that, that's kind of where all the convoy and stuff was, and right there by D.C., I know they've been doing stuff uh, in D.C. a little bit lately. Hmm. Ben knew, did, what did Ben know? The editor-at-large at the uh, bilingual conservative media platform El American wrote that, quote, The left falling for Lone Boebert's bait is absolutely inevitable and hilarious. Uh, true, true. It is, it is some, some based bait. Quote, That leftists don't know she's trolling Biden recent gaffed further proves how perpetually removed they are from reality. They say the, the they say the th the things they do because they literally have no idea what's going on. Right wing commentator Ali Beth uh, Stuckey wrote. Ali Beth Stuckey. Why do I know that name? Yeah, what's that joke? It's uh, playing the old Dennis Leary one. It's not my original joke. I don't think. Maybe it is, and it's just a really old one. But uh, the joke goes: How many liberals does it take to screw in a uh, screw in a light bulb? None, because they're perpetually in the fucking dark. It's a play on a Dennis Leary uh, joke. Quote, This is classic. The left presumes Boebert is a moron, and their leftist propaganda outlets never told them Biden just dramatically declared two words made in America. So they think she said something moronic, when in actuality, it was even more brilliant did she even realize it? John Ziegler Ziegler wrote. So I read that like like uh, like Bill Maher would. It's just very funny. Actor Greg Ricard Ricard retard. What? Uh, added quote. I get the joke. I could delete the tweet or stand by the fact that Rep. Bobert really is dumb and unfit to represent the people of Colorado. So, translation, I'm not taking down shit because fuck you. Even if I was wrong, I'm keeping it up because I'm that dedicated. So, I'm going to say Greg Retard is a proper way of pronouncing that name. Uh, Tony Polinski. Sounds like someone my German ancestors probably beat up. Lauren Boebert's tweet with two words was a feeble attempt to mock Joe Biden. Was it feeble? I don't know. It got quite a fucking reaction. I think it's quite a well-played fucking tweet. Uh, two words was a feeble attempt to mock Joe Biden. 
The truth is, Biden has done a lot for America in the last two years, and Boebert is a dumb, worthless piece of garbage. Ah, that was wrong. That's not a George Takai to- uh, tweet. Let's see. Ha 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 Joke is on you, Independent. And all the leftists who only watch news networks that cover up their president's repeated gaffes. Shout out to I High Jump. Well, I High Hi I High Jump. This is a very good comment. I like it. And also, I'd like to see how high you jump. <coughs> cover up uh, Biden gaffe and Bobert parody tweets are probably the single best example of their self-made and mainstream cave in which the left live. I have a suggestion to you, leftist. Just keep your heads buried and let the rest of us handle the real world. Can I leave a comment? Uh, I'm not logging in. Good for... Uh... to sign in right yeah no anyway moving on that's the end of this article here from the independent uh article by gustav killender uh you may want to uh correct that and now we move on to uh just a couple fun little things now initially just looking for the uh, for a couple of studies i was hearing about i just go right here and i just find a handful of fun little little studies here. They weren't even what I was necessarily looking for. But this one right here is just kind of funny. I'm just going right here to the official Cambridge University. Effects of Physical Attractiveness on Political Beliefs published online by Cambridge University Press 27th of December 2017 physical attractiveness is not important is not an important social factor in our daily interactions sounds like a co-post scholars in social psychology provide evidence that attractiveness stereotypes and the halo effect this is a cope post are prominent in affecting the traits we attribute to others however definitely a co-post however the interest in attractiveness has not directly filtered down to questions of political behavior beyond candidates and elites utilizing measures of attractiveness across multiple surveys. We examine the relationship between attractiveness and political beliefs controlling our socioeconomic status. Cope post. We find that more attractive individuals are more likely to <laughs> report higher levels of political efficiency, identify as conservative, and identify as Republican. These findings suggest an additional mechanism for political socialization that has further implications for understanding how the body intertwines with the social nature of politics and there's all kinds of references down here this will of course be linked below it's just a little offhand article i found that I just thought was kind of humorous kind of not really to anything i was talking about earlier but it's just a nice little thing to know that science says conservatives are a lot more attractive than liberals are but moving on are but moving on now we hop over here 
to Unheard with a center bias, and they use uh, the U.S. Uh, what's it called? Uh, what's it called? YouGov. They use the YouGov studies and surveys. Now people are like, oh, there's a Gallup poll that says liberal women are just so happy, conservative women are miserable. Well, Gallup's a liberal ass poll firm. They're gonna come up with the bias they need. They've been wrong about every election, basically. Other than the 2021, which, depending on how you feel about that one, they use YouGov here at Unheard, the government-ran poll, and say, so this is the government's findings, not anyone else's. So question. You're looking at this, right? What do you make of it? Liberal men and liberal women are wildly unhappy. This article is by W. Bradford Wilcox. Monday, the 10th of October of this year, why are liberals less happy than conservatives? Ambivalence about marriage and the family is bad for mental health. Liberals, especially liberal women, are significantly less likely to be happy with their lives and satisfied with their mental health compared to their conservative peers aged 18 to 55. This is the big takeaway from the 2022 American Family Survey, a striking new poll from YouGov and Desert News, which found that liberals are about 15 percentage points less likely to be completely satisfied with their lives. And they're just always unfucking happy. Remember, all four years of the Trump of the, of the Trump administration, all these studies were coming out and showing, oh, liberals are so unhappy. The unhappiest people in, the, in America are on the left. You got your guy. You guys tell me all the time. No, not all liberals. There, there's some people on the left who are like older who are like, yeah, this isn't working out the way I thought it would. And I'm like, yeah, well, at least you're admitting. But people my age, in the 20s, the young 20s, no. They're like, no, Joe Biden's great. Your poll, your sources are racist. And I'm not even being a dick. That's, no. The average openly liberal person around my age is all those people Caitlin Bennett talks to. It's sort of sad. Or you get the person who watches Vosh and they try to read, like, they try to, like, recite his fucking points, like, it's poems, and then you ask, like, a basic Charlie Kirk garbage question, and they're like, uh, 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 but they're still unhappy. So for four years, oh, you're unhappy because Trump was doing all this stuff, you didn't like it. Okay, okay. Well, your guy's in there now, and supposedly you guys like him still. So, what the fuck? Could it be they're just perpetually unhappy because they live in a state of nonstop, constant fear? So, to put it, you know, I'm almost 25. My whole life growing up, right, you know, I don't remember too much before 9-11. I remember 9-11 and a handful of things for a little bit after that and a lot later on down the road. But, every news channel was war when I was a kid. Like, every channel. Like, like, like every news outlet was War on terror here. Fall of dictator over here. Just war and conflict. And people were tuned into that. People had their CNN. People had their Fox. This is like early to... Like pretty much all the way through the Obama years, right? So it was just war. It was just fucking war. And then you throw in like me who lives out kind of by Detroit. And you have war on all these news networks. And a bunch of dead kids in Detroit. Or a bunch of dead kids in Chicago. Or some people shot to death in, in, in fucking Toledo. So, you know, news was always 
dark and fucked up and they didn't really want to focus on anything that made you happy they had like an odd feel-good story here maybe a local shelter but still that taste of bitterness of like oh well these dogs don't have anywhere to go you know and these are the people who just live in that world they just live in that mainstream publication echo chamber they dwell there they soak and they marinate in it and this unhappiness shoveled down their throats by these news outlets and these news outlets, when they interview people, they interview people who watch their channel because that's the people who respond to their survey. So they get a lot of people who are matching their political bias. Fox News pulls all lean right. CNN and MSNBC's pulls all lean left. It just goes back and forth. So, you know, they'd be like, well, you know, Gallup said this. Well, Rasmussen said this. And it's like, well, you both are pulling in the opposite directions. So, of course, you, you, you got more people who are aligned with you. Well, Rasmussen's actually pretty good. I do like Rasmussen. But you, you, you get what I'm saying. And then you have all these fact-checking firms that keep getting busted as being, like, paid and funded by, like, the social media companies that they're supposed to be regulating. It's sort of like when, when that study came when, – uh, when the news broke that the FDA receives million-dollar contributions from the companies they're supposed to be regulating. Ah, uh, well, there you go. But there's just – there is no making a certain group of people happy. They're, they just marinated in the misery for so fucking long. They don't want to come out of it. Like, they can't even comprehend the idea of being against the war in Ukraine. Right? They want war. The modern, a lot of the people my age on the left, they're not calling for de-escalation. They're calling for Ukrainian, for pro-Ukrainian escalation. And if you call for peace, they call you pro-Kremlin. And now, I've said it before, Ren. You when you have two absolutely corrupt powers like Ukraine and Russia, the best thing you can hope is for a double knockout with as little casualties as possible. And I don't know if either of those countries are as corrupt as ours. Like, for the average American, your enemy is not in Ukraine or Russia. Your enemy is in your own fucking country. Your enemy is the modern-day press. And a lot of politicians who operate on the interest of foreign nations and individuals instead of the people who they were elected by to represent them. Those are your enemies. Most of this geopolitical shit is just dog and pony show. Let's look at this. Figure one. Liberals less happy with life. Completely satisfied with life by sex and ideology. 19%. Right? 19 percent of the liberal men were were satisfied 15 percent of the liberal women were satisfied 32 percent of the conservative men were completely satisfied and 31 percent of conservative women were completely satisfied i don't know they show what the group was i'm assuming it's 50 50 like that's uh, i'm assuming it's gonna break down something like they had 100 people it was 25 conservative men, 25 conservative female, 25 liberal men, 25 liberal women, and they went through that. Figure two: liberals are less satisfied with less satisfied with mental health. Completely satisfied with mental health by sex and ideology. 21 liberal men, 15 liberal women, conservative men and conservative women, 36, 36, equally satisfied, and far head and shoulders above the left completely happy now you could say well the right is less likely to seek medical help 
maybe they're just less likely to need it. I mean, I'm on the right. I'm not like a you're running the mill Republican. I'm like the, you know, I'm just sort of vaguely right wing. If I feel weird, I, I go to the doctor. I don't know if the if there's much validity to the well. The, le- the right's just less likely. Maybe the left's looking for it. Maybe people who identify with the left want something to be wrong with them. It's almost like there's like a weird trend with liberal women in their early 20s to their mid 30s suddenly developing all kinds of weird tics and stutters and fake Tourette's and all kinds of these fake mental illnesses because they're trendy on Twitter so they practice they they actively work on having a, a disability for TikTok you also see women who identify who lean on the left are far more likely to be u- well men and women on the left are far more likely to be using social media apps and that's a problem specifically for the females because we see things that talk about how Instagram is leading to severe psychological damage in women I don't know man I think the left wants to be broken I think there's people out there and one of the things that defines you because the whole right left thing is just a tribal signicator now it's not anything too significant anymore i i think the thing that, that separates you is do you think you can overcome your challenges or do you think other people can overcome your challenges and liberals are just more likely to be the people saying people will overcome my challenges where the people on the on the right in air quotes are the ones who are saying I can overcome my challenges. I don't know. That's just that's just my take here. But look at this. Two family factors have a lot to do with the ide- ideological gap. Marital status and family satisfaction. Given that conservatives aged 18 to 55 are about 20 percentage points more likely to be married as well as 18 percentage points more likely to be satisfied with their families, the lesson here is obvious. Marriage and family are strongly linked to happiness and personal mental health in particular. People on the right are far less likely to get divorced. People on the right are far more likely to be religious and not like progressive religious, but like, you know, religious actually actually religious and practicing uh it's kind of interesting because you have a lot of people who are like a well i'm christian but they don't know anything about the bible they've never read it they don't even they they know some stories but it's like yeah i think the thing that 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 will decide if you become a, a progressive christian or not is do you trust the church to tell you what the bible says or do you read what the bible says you know what i mean like, do you go learn the Bible for yourself, or is your only interaction with the Bible when you're at church? And I feel like that is the deciding factor on if you become a progressive Christian or you actually become Christian. Because I'm pretty certain at this point, this is just my belief. No one else is. No one else has to believe this, but I genuinely don't think you can be liberal or left and Christian. It might not be a popular opinion here, but I just, I'm pretty certain you, you can't. Because at this point, like, you, you can't even really, it's hard to find people on the left who are just pro-state's choice when it comes to topics. They want a decisive federal verdict. They want a decisive ruling. They don't want the, the, 
the people to decide. They don't want the voters to decide. They don't want the morals to decide. They want a decision from up high carried down to those below. It's kind of sad. Figure three. Liberals less happy with family life. Completely satisfied with family life by sex and ideology. 38% liberal men. uh, 36% liberal women. You know, that's the completely satisfied group. Completely satisfied with family. Conservative women are the highest at 61%. You also have conservatives here at the second highest at 49% completely satisfied with family. I wonder what is the factor there. But we also see that the happiest women in America with a lot of these studies, it's turning out to be stay-at-home mothers. Not to be funny here, but it seems like women actually prefer to be barefoot in the kitchen. But there's something to be said about that. We see more and more women on their deathbeds regretting not spending time with their families. Not spending more time with their families. And by the way, that is like historically a male statement. That is historically a male thing to be. Leaning in your deathbeds, regretting not being there with your wife and your kids longer and more often. But now we're seeing the inverse of that. We're seeing we're seeing women become the people being like, this was a mistake. I should have I should have spent more time with my kids. We're also seeing more and more uh, inverse things not working out. Like, for example, stay-at-home husbands are oftentimes being domestically abused or cheated on, while the breadwinner, air quotes on this one, the breadwinner being the woman in the situation is far more likely to be running affairs. And now I'm not saying... By the way, fairs can happen on either side of the gender. It's just for the first time we're seeing women at the forefront of the affairs conversation. Women for the first time. And this is, by the way, this is going to be a much bigger thing down the road. Give it like a year or two from now. I'm telling you, we're going to be dealing with the inverse of the Me Too movement. People like Jada Smith and Amber Heard have completely ruined it for men or, or have completely ruined the Me Too movement. And now you're going to see that pendulum swing. A lot of culture is reverting back to, to like, an anti-political correct stance. And with that comes now, because of the way politicians and culture has blended, being not, being unpolitically correct, which was not a left or a right thing, it was just, like, a... It was seen more of a moral issue back in the day. It wasn't so much a political one. There was a political element to it, but it was largely seen as, like, a, like a, a, a moral and a social issue. <laughs> But an anti-PC, like actively anti-political correct content is coming back. I'm waiting to hear Leafy coming back, bro. I don't know if I want iDubs to come back. I mean, he's doing his thing. He's kind of kind of ruined it for me. I, I can't really get behind the iDubs content anymore. But like Monkey, would be kind of cool to see Monkey Jones come back. I'm dating myself significantly here. Anyway. My point being is we're, we're, we're seeing more of these voices pop up. Milo is starting to pop up again. There's a there's a, a hunger to challenge the, the current establishment. And with that, it's going to be a weird embrace of traditional values. It's going to be weird. It's going to be really fucking weird. But somehow traditional values and not politically correct have merged. So now the new call... It, it was Sid Vicious... No, sorry. Uh, Johnny Rotten. What? Yeah, Johnny Rotten, lead singer of the Sex Pistols, 
who said, I never thought I would live to see the day where the Republicans, where the Republican traditionalists were the counterculture. So now with the pendulum swinging back towards the right, towards being non-politically correct, you're going to see a, a return to tradition of sorts. It, it's going to be weird. But I'm just, I don't know. I'm just predicting it, man. You're, you're going to have a big backlash towards women. And I'm not talking about like a MGTOW thing. I'm talking about like you're going to have people ousting famous exes who, who are like female actresses and whatnot. You're going to see a big like him too kind of a thing going. And it's going to be pretty cringy. Uh, as a guy, it's going to be pretty cringy to sit there and see that happen. But at the same time, it's going to be pretty fucking funny. I'm not going to lie. And I'm looking forward to it, man. It's going to happen. Meanwhile, more and more, and as, especially right now, as like World War Three is like looming in the distance, I love how many chicks are like, oh, you want a sandwich? Oh, shit. Someone changes the tune real fucking quick. Damn, bitch. Yeah, take the crust off. But I don't know. There's just a lot going on, man. I'm looking at these numbers. And this isn't the first study. Like, we've talked about similar studies that have come out before. This isn't, like, groundbreaking. It's just the most recent confirmation. It's like when the when the new, uh, you know, inflation shit's announced. And they say, oh, yeah, we're even further in debt. It's like, yeah, I already knew that. You know, you telling me is just sort of like, yeah, well, there you go. Confirmation. And then you get enough times, you're like, look, I know it's bad. You're just kind of confirmed we're all out here already speculating. But, yeah, 61% of conservative... 61% of conservative women are completely satisfied with family. And that's completely, not like mostly or partly or happy. That's completely couldn't find room for improvement. 61% conservative women see that. And a lot of these conservative women, as I said before, at least according to some studies are stay-at-home. They're stay-at-home uh, stay moms and wives. And they're the happiest women. It's interesting. Complete inverse to what is often shoved down your throat, right? Get an abortion. Work 9 to 5. Work in the cubicle. St- yeah, come on, Susie. Put on the pantsuit. Go to your cubicle. Clock in and out. Take shit from your male boss. Take shit from your female boss. Doesn't matter because you're the worker bee. You do your shit. You wanted it, you got it. I think women should be forced to do the draft. Shit, I remember when Joe Biden even said some shit like, oh, I may draft women. And then feminism was like, that's not what we said we wanted. Yes, it is. Oh, yes, it is. I think it's time we gave a lot of these people exactly what they want. You want equality? We'll give you blanket equality. It's sort of like people call for democracy. It's like, have you seen how democracies don't fucking work? That's why we don't. That's why America is not a democracy. It's a constitutional republic because democracy doesn't fucking work. It sounds nice in theory. So does a lot of shit. But sure, you want it? Have the draft. Oh, now you don't want it. Damn. Damn. But I tell you what, you force women to sign up for the draft, you're gonna see a lot more women suddenly become conservative because they're like, oh shit. I'm gonna have to start paying attention to this a little bit more, and some, most a lot probably won't. Uh, that's probably why there's more political interest from. I this is just something I thought about for a while. There's probably a reason why men tend to be more politically informed than than women on average, and it's probably because if shit goes sideways, we're the ones being sent to be fucking killed, not women. 
So I think through that virtue alone, because our lives are tied to politics, literally in the sense of we're literally, as soon as we turn 18, we're, we're, we are forced by law to sign up for the draft. I don't know. Kind of seems like that's a good reason for me to pay attention to politics a little bit more. I don't know. It's an old study. And it's one that keeps coming out that if men were the only ones who were allowed to vote, it would this nation would be stead, uh, steadfast conservative. So I don't know, man. It sounds like you women are kind of fucking things up for me. <laughs> Y'all were so much happier barefoot in the kitchen and pregnant. Uh, that's the only thing about being such a small channel is I can talk all this good shit. And it won't bite me in the ass when someone sound clips me puts it on Twitter, and I'm like, yeah, watch the whole thing, you'll realize it's a joke, and then the people, occasionally this happened to me on Twitter, someone would go record it, watch, they just record everything I just said, and get to this part, where I'm like, yeah, and it's a joke, and they're gonna be like, oh, fuck, I gotta clip that part, but I'll have this part. I'm playing checkers, y'all think I'm playing chess. That's the real move, to think, to make them think you're, you're playing, playing chess, now it's just checkers, using, but played like chess. 60% of the time, it works all the time. All right. On the family front, conservative Americans, not politicians, admittedly. Well, they should be unhappy. I prefer my politicians unhappy. Have a major advantage in large part because they are more likely to embrace the family first values and virtues that steer them towards wedlock and fulfilling family lives. This appears to be especially true here for conservative women who report the highest levels of satisfaction in their family lives. The problem facing liberals, then, is that too many of them have embraced the false narrative that the path to happiness runs counter to marriage and family life, not towards it. It's an evolutionary thing. We don't like to talk about this, but we were literally evolved to have these, these family roles. It's in our nature. It's a binary nature we live in. I know you don't like it. I know a lot of people don't like it. People listen to this probably like it, but a lot of people who don't listen to this show, they don't like it. But, yeah. Their ancestors raised kids. Had them, married, had kids. Those kids grew up, got married, had kids. Those kids grew up, got married, had kids. It was a cycle. It was a good cycle. It repeated itself. It created life. And now we have this postmodern push to completely upend it. And unfortunately, it leads to a severe just train crash of mental health and societal decay. Just think about how how long America's been standing. It is, it, by all means, America is an infant. It's a very young country. But for most of its life, we were the dominant country on the planet. We're not even 300 years old, and we were the leading global superpower to the point where every country pretty much used our money as a reserve currency. All these nations that were older than ours, even England, the nation we broke away from, started sucking out our teat in less than 300 years. But with this whole woke movement, the postmodernists, these fucking Marxists and communists pushing and taking over all these institutions, and what, maybe 10 years tops? It's decayed so quickly. It's insane. They think independence and work 
will make them happy, which is why significant portions of the popular media are filled uh, are filled these days with stories celebrating divorce and singleness. A recent story by Molly Smith and Bloomberg, for instance, falsely claimed that, quote, women who stay single and don't have kids are getting richer. In reality, married mothers are the richest. And it's not like riches because they have family. No, like they are wealthy, wealthy. The spotlight uh, the spotlighted child, uh, childless single women who claim personal happiness in the wor- uh, in the words of one, quote, I love my life and feel very fulfilled. The challenge for progressives is to understand and appreciate that these women are outliers. The secret to happiness for most men and women involves marriage and a life based around the family. The challenge for conservatives, of course, is to find new cultural platforms for commu- to communicate the values of marriage and family life to a young adult audience fleeing from the very way of life most likely to increase their odds of happiness. See, I always like to read the first comment here from Alario Double. Liberals would be a great deal happier if they didn't sit on Twitter all day engaging in, engaging with toxic ne- negativity. Then they could join the rest of us in more positive and optimistic attitudes. And the response by Richard Craven, nice historical reference there. Yes, indeed. Although the people you're talking about aren't actually liberals. They're woke, i.e. the authoritarian, pseudo-progressive uprisers of liberalism. Ooh, Richard Craven, that is a very, very, very strong comment. And uh, from a distance, I like you. I'm not. Uh, I'm not gonna sign in. Do I have to sign in to leave a thumbs up? No, nope, no, nope, no. Nope, there you go. Dope. Can I leave a comment here? Shouting you out on my show, right? Show. So it's a way of growing. If I can't leave a comment, I want to. It's gonna make me sign out, sign in, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I thought so. Oh well, well, this are, this episode is almost an hour long. I got a couple more things I need to record, and I'm still uploading stuff to uh, Facebook. Once I get a couple more things uploaded to Facebook, uh, I'll be doing some more newer recordings. But yeah, I mean, this is just confirmation at this point. This isn't anything new. And again, this is from unheard.com. With an article from W. Bradford Wilcox. And this is from, you know, Monday, the 10th of October, 2022. So, I'm going to wrap it up here. This has been Inside Four Walls. I'm your host, James Matheson. And I shall catch you guys later. And all articles and everything used in this episode will be in the description below. More coming out later on today. I'll catch you guys later.